this week, premiers across the country accepted the federal government's offer on health care funding. The federal government has offered more than $46 billion to provinces and territories to augment the Canada health transfer. All provinces have talked to the federal government about specific deals outside of the group deal. The conversations don't end there, however. What will the provinces, and in our case, Ontario, do moving forward on health care? How prominently will health care feature in the next provincial budget? Dr. Rose Zacharias is the president of the Ontario Medical Association, joins us now to talk about this. Appreciate the time today. Absolutely. It's good to be here. So one of the issues uh, you guys are looking at is the doctor shortage. How can we address that? Well, we need to license more doctors and also keep the physicians that we have by reducing the administrative burden. We know that there are uh, extreme shortages amongst our healthcare professionals. Dealing with the crisis of COVID has exposed those gaps. We know that um, there are teams that are just short-staffed, which reduces the capacity in the emergency departments. I'm an emergency room doctor. I've been uh, for 20 years. I never thought we would see the day when emergency departments would close, but that is indeed what we have been seeing. That's just that's just unacceptable for people in the community to have an emergency department that's not accessible. And we know the number one reason why doctors are burnt out is the amount of paperwork. Every doctor spends the equivalent of about a day a week just doing paperwork. We want doctors seeing patients, and patients want access to their doctors. And that also being said, we uh, know that nearly a million and a half people in Ontario don't have a family doctor. And so that needs to be fixed. Access to primary care is definitely one of the big things that we need to fix in our healthcare system. Access is a huge issue right now. Uh, wait lists, you know, are something that are top of mind all times. Uh, what about the idea of a centralized uh, wait list? I know this is something that has been talked about. How could that help increase uh, capacity? So wait times were too long, even before the pandemic, and some wait times well above the government's own guidelines. We are recommending a centralized wait list so that those who are in most need of having a hip replacement surgery, a cataract surgery, a cancer screening test, Uh, would go first. And so there should be a way for a family doctor to send those referrals into a central repository. And then those wait times would then be known and the folks who are needing to be seen first would have access first. Right now, the system is so disconnected that doctors are sending off referrals to one clinic and then finding out that they don't have capacity to see their patient there. And so then they're back to the drawing board sending a referral in another direction, sending a referral in another direction. It overloads physicians with the administrative task of doing that, and it just leads to a lot of frustration on a patient's part because they're waiting, and sick patients can't afford to wait. And so this is something that could fix that issue. The Ontario Medical Association was talking about this yesterday. One of the issues you guys were highlighting was palliative care. How could expanding palliative care impact the healthcare system overall? So everyone in Ontario deserves 24-7 access to high-quality palliative care in a setting of their choice. We know that now there are many patients at end of life who are in acute care beds in hospital. 
this is not where families want to see their loved ones. This is not where patients want to be. And it costs more to be in hospital at end of life, receiving those comfort measures of care. If we're able to move supports into a long-term care facility, have more hospice beds in the province, even even healthcare teams that would come into a, a person's home and so they could stay at home with their loved ones in a comfortable, familiar setting at their end of life and bring care into the community. This would be cost-saving and also bring care to where people are. This is the sort of healthcare delivery that we want to see in our province. I mentioned uh, the funding deal in the intro to this uh, interview is the money that has been uh, talked about, I guess, overall, just in general for the provinces, but specifically what Ontario has been talking about with the federal government. Is that enough to get all of what we want done done here? So we welcome any new health care funding, uh, but the amount offered uh, was less than expected. And it's also less than what's needed, honestly, to fix the long-term structural gaps. We need a stable funding formula moving forward so that we have access to primary care. Everyone in Ontario have a family doctor, not just a family doctor, but a, a healthcare team that's connected digitally and, uh, and, and, and therefore caring for our aging population with complex medical issues. We have mental health and addictions issues across our province amongst the population. The pandemic was, was, um, really did expose that. And we need to have team-based community care. These are long-term structural issues. And so there needs to be more commitment and, and more of an investment going forward. But indeed, Ontario's doctors are committed to working with all levels of government to fix the cracks now so that patients receive good care. Is this a funding issue or can we look at what we're doing in some of the provinces, again, again, Ontario specifically, and rethink about what we're spending on and maybe put uh, some money in, in more needed areas? It's a funding issue and a strategy issue. We need to have a plan. You know, our, our patients are really expecting high-quality, safe care. Ultimately, the accountability um, will be doing right by our patients. You know, years from now, I want people to say, I was waiting and waiting for a family doctor for years. Now I have one. I have been nervous about being in hospital and wondering when I'm ready to be discharged, if I could safely come home and transition to home and receive some some community supports there. These are the sorts of things we need to be equipping our healthcare system with. And so those sorts of community embedded structural supports are going to take some strategy and commitment and time and dollars. Um, and um, we are committed as, uh, as, as physicians to working inside the system uh, and with government to see our recommendations through so that our patients get, get good care. We will follow with interest. I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Absolutely. You're welcome. That's uh, Dr. Rose Zacharias, president of the Ontario Medical Association.